everybody. Welcome to Chronicles of Curiosity, episode five. I'm Katie. And I'm Mason. And today, what are we talking about today? Do you know? I don't know. Um, I have absolutely no idea anything about this story. Legitimately, I haven't looked at the notes. I I don't even know who you're doing it on. Yeah. For the reference, this week is my episode, so it's not like Mason's just entirely unprepared. Um, But yeah, this week... I am a little bit. What? I don't know anything. That's true, but you're not meant to be prepared and you're unprepared. You're just, you're not meant to be prepared. End of, end of story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm um, learning along with all of you. Yeah. I'm going to learn the twists and the turns too. Um, but before we get started, what have you been enjoying this week? Has there been anything you've been this into? This week. Anything you've been curious about? Anything I've been curious I mean, well, for one thing, the case that I am talking about today is one thing that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, as I was finishing up the notes last night, I was really like getting zoned into the story. And then all day throughout my work day today, I was thinking about like, Ooh, I can't wait to tell this story. Cause I think it's an interesting one. It's one I had never heard of, but I think it's going to be a good one. But how about you? Um, well, I should have thought of something beforehand. Oh, <laughs> um, I've been, uh, I've been enjoying the new fallout boy album that came out today. Yeah. 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 I listened through it once while I was at work. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. I didn't realize good. it came out today. Yeah, they're they're older stuff from like the like late twenty tens mm-hmm. was not very good. I know some no. people enjoy it, but it was not for me. Wait, like which albums are you talking about? The one I'm thinking of was like pur- it had a purple cover with like geometric lines on it. Purple. Oh, that one was not. Yeah, like their most recent one before this, right? Yeah, I think so. People were I didn't really about care it. for that. People complained about it because they said it didn't sound like them at all. Yeah, no, I agree. It, sound, it didn't. It didn't feel like Fallout Boy. Yeah, no. but my my only complaint about this one is that it sounds a little bit too much like Fallout Boy. What does that even mean? <laughs> I it 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 just seems like they've kind of like settled into a like a rhythm. Or they, maybe they found their comfort zone and found where they do best. True. I mean, people obviously like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it too. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And I liked what we listened to um, on our drive to and from dinner too. So yeah. Oh, yeah. dinner. Yeah, that's something I've been into too. Just in general, or yeah, what we no, had no, tonight? No. Food. Yeah. Just Food. Ge- no, no. T- dinner tonight. We went to. Uh, where do we go? Red Robin. Red Robin. Yeah. And I did something that I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I closed my, I didn't know what I wanted going in. I was super hungry. I could have eaten like anything. Eating the menu itself. Yeah. So I closed my eyes and I pointed at the menu and I moved my finger around and told Katie to tell me when to stop. Mm-hmm. And whatever I stopped on, I had to get. And it was, I wasn't the bonsai burger it started with a t it wasn't a tavern burger. Ty- typhoon typhoon burger it doesn't the typhoon burger have like pineapple and stuff on it or am i thinking I of something think... else was that the original one that i thought you had chosen but you landed on a different one i don't yeah, know i think so yeah because I, I landed know, I on a couple i landed on pictures a couple of times yeah yeah i yeah <laughs> and i was gonna just go with it but then we decided we needed to needed an actual list one yeah, yeah. We've talked about doing that that thing that was popular a couple of years ago, walking down an aisle, um, like, like a, a grocery store or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just closing your eyes and pointing to mm-hmm. random stuff on the shelf and whatever uh, we land on. We yeah, like have the other person tell you when to stop, mm-hmm. and then whatever you're pointing at when they tell you to stop is what you get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and people do it for like a movie date night or yeah, like even just making like a dinner if they don't know what they want, they'll mm-hmm. go to like the frozen aisle and they'll pick out like an appetizer and then. Like the, an entree and veg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or just go to like the snack aisle and just load up on snacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. I feel like we should do that. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. 
It's, uh, by the way, I, I looked up the Fallout Boy album that I didn't like, and it's called Mania. And I was right. It's purple, and it has, like, geometric lines on it. Yeah. Very futuristic. Yeah. And I didn't I'm like annoyed. it. No. <laughs> no. Um, what else did you say you were into this week? You said? Um, Hozier. Ho- Hosier. Everyone says it differently, I it was but... was Hoosier. I... Is it? I don't know. I like, always... I say Hosier. Like, the Indiana Hoosiers? But that's... I don't it, know what that is. It's the... It's their mascot, like the Indiana University. Mm. But that's spelled H-O-O-S-I-E-R-S, I I think. Okay. Spelling is not my strong suit. Yeah, yeah, because the um, musician is H-O-Z-I-E-R. Who's here? (laughs) No, H-O, not H-U. Oh, Hosier. I hope that's not it. That sounds like a biblical name, and I don't think that's the vibe he's going for. Hosier. Anyway, so... All right, so today we're going to be talking about William and Patricia Weicherly. Uh, William Weicherly grew up in Shirebrook, Derbyshire in England, but after joining the British Merchant Navy when he got a little bit older and doing some traveling while in the Navy, he landed in London, where he met Patricia Moore, who was working in London at the time. The two married in 1958 at Fulham Register Office in Hammersmith. It, sorry, is that like the Justice of the Peace, but That in was the UK? my understanding, yes. Yeah, the Register's Office, mm-hmm. yeah. A couple months later, they welcomed their daughter, Susan, who would be their only child. Oh, so they, she was pregnant when they got married? It kind of made it sound that way, but it wasn't confirmed. Not really sure. But yeah, there's like a lot of times with stuff like that, there's not information because nobody cared to record that type of mm-hmm. information at the time. And on top of it, this this isn't a very well-known case. It was actually pretty hard to find. Yeah, I don't know if I've already mentioned it, but I know nothing about yeah. this particular case. Yep. Absolutely yep. Yep. nothing. Good. That's what I'm going for. I'm totally blind. All right. So uh, in 1987, once their daughter Susan was grown up and had married a man named Christopher Edwards, William and Patricia moved into two Blenheim Close in Mansfield in Nottinghamshire, England. I do not know what you just said. That was so many words. I'm going to say it again. They moved into two Blenheim Close, which is essentially the street address, which was in Mansfield in Nottinghamshire, England. Sure. That hurt my mouth. Um, so it would seem that the Weicherleys were very private, quiet people, as their neighbors would describe them as reserved and reclusive. Always a red flag. Is it Even though we're reserved and reclusive. We still say hi. But we're not planning on murdering people. I don't know if that's what's going to happen here, but there's going to be something. So anyway, um, they really just kind of minded their own business is what I'm saying. They didn't really socialize a ton with neighbors. They didn't go out of their way to, to make conversation or make friends in the area. They just minded their business. But uh, in 1998, neighbors stopped seeing William and Patricia at all and assumed they'd moved away or, I don't know, maybe they were doing some traveling. But as it turns out, something much more sinister was going on. So remember their daughter Susan and her husband Christopher that I mentioned a moment ago? They were huge fans of collecting Hollywood memorabilia. Some might even say an obsession, actually, and uh, they were in need of some more money to support this particular hobby and the growing debt they had accrued because of it. What are we talking here? Are we talking like original scripts from 1977 Star Wars or? So it wasn't super, super clear. The only specific um, article of memorabilia that I noted was a signed photo of Gary Cooper, an actor. I don't really know who that is. I don't know if that's an age thing. I know Bradley Cooper. My old boss was named Gary Cooper, is named Gary Cooper. Maybe that's who it is. This was 19... Maybe. It would fit. Maybe. Gary, if you're listening, 
You got some he explaining goes by to Keith. do. Sorry, Keith, if you're listening, you, go. you got some explaining to do. There you go. So anyway, uh, so sometime between May 1st and May 5th of 1998, which the exact date is unknown, you'll find out why later on. Susan and Christopher would visit her parents at their home in Mansfield, where they would shoot both William and Patricia Weitzerly in twice in the chest, ending their lives. William was 85 years old and Patricia was 63. They would then wrap the bodies in duvet covers and dig a hole, one hole, in the Weitzerly's backyard, putting both William and Patricia in the same horrible, heartless grave. They uh, folded the bodies so that they were both in the fetal position, one on top of the other. Actually, one quote that I saw pointed out that it wasn't even, they, they weren't, wouldn't even consider this a burial because it was done with such disrespect and just heartlessness. You can tell that they didn't, they didn't care. There, there was no, there was no love in this situation. But anyway, this, uh, this secret plan did actually work for a while due to the elaborate planning of the Edwardses. And plan, I mean... They basically stole the identities, not fully entirely, but in a financial sense, to go towards their huge debt and their obsession for Hollywood memorabilia. So were they uh, wealthy, William and Patricia? Not necessarily, but um, Susan and Christopher were in kind of a bad place financially, so they must have gotten so incredibly desperate that they killed her parents. So for them, probably any sort of financial security Mm -hmm. would have... Mm-hmm. been considered wealthy yeah yeah i'll get more into that later for sure so in order to keep up the ruse of william and patricia still being alive susan and christopher would tell anyone that might ask which was not many people due to how reclusive they were um but they would tell anyone that might ask that the couple was just doing some traveling you know just out gallivanting about maybe checking out the eiffel tower strolling through ireland a bit taking a cruise, all sorts of fun things. Yeah, sounds lovely. Yeah. If they weren't yeah. in the ground. Exactly. Exactly what I'm getting at. Thank you. They would even actually send out Christmas cards and like little birthday cards and stuff like that to distant family members to kind of keep their suspicions at bay, pretending that the cards were from William and or Patricia. Oh, that's so nefarious. That's mm-hmm. smart. It's horrible is what it is. And before anyone wonders about this, they also made regular visits to the property to maintain the yard and, you know, clean out the gutters, stuff like that. Make sure that neighbors wouldn't begin to, you know, pay a little too much attention to the White Shirley home. Hmm. Start thinking something might be up there. In the days following the double murder, Susan would open a joint bank account under her own name and her mother's using forged documentation, which is how she got away with that when her mother wasn't there. Um, After creating this new account, Susan moved all of her parents' savings into the account, which amounted to just over 40,000 pounds. Which is what, like maybe $80,000 today? Um, They spent nearly all of the money on more memorabilia to feed their obsession, which is just disgusting. Like, you're telling me you value all of this random shit, such as, like I said, signed photographs of actor Gary Cooper more than your parents, more than these human lives? Like, that's crazy. By 2005, Susan and Christopher sold the house in Mansfield that had belonged to the Weitzerlees. Must be they felt like seven years was enough time for people to have officially determined that they had moved or just simply weren't coming back to that particular property. I mean, after seven years, if nobody asks questions, they don't care. Nobody else cares. It seems that way. It definitely, yeah, it seems like it. Well, come 2012 and the Department for Work and Pensions had written to William Weitzerlee requesting a meeting to assess his needs, especially knowing his 100th birthday was approaching. 
Oh, and since I put in the effort of looking this up, I would like to inform you that the Department for Work and Pensions is a UK government department that is responsible for welfare, pensions, and child maintenance policy. So basically their retirement financial plan. It's like our social security department. Right, right. The UK's equivalent. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But seeing this letter and knowing it would require someone to physically see and speak with William, Susan and Christopher got a little freaked out. And they fled the UK, moving to Lille, France. All right. I know there's more to this, mm-hmm. but the fact that they were able to go that many years without ever having to like show the per- show them in person that they were still alive, mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be able to go like six days without without someone being like, "Well, I haven't talked to you in a little while. Let me make sure you're still alive." then that means that you have more people that care about you than the white release did, presumably. that makes me sad. Uh, They got freaked out and they moved to Lille, France. They had a lot of difficulty finding work in France. Therefore, they ran out of money after about a year. In a panic, Christopher reached out to his stepmother, Elizabeth, and told her the whole story. Kinda. Okay. So the story that Christopher and Susan had settled on was that Patricia had shot William, then Susan shot her mother... In a bit of a panic. And then I guess they told Elizabeth, the stepmother, that they buried them in their own yard. I, this part's not confirmed, but that's kind of just my conclusion of the ending. Because otherwise, I mean, like, what would they just tell her that they that they shot them and then poof, the bodies disappeared, you know? Yeah, like, and why are they bringing this up now? Like, if right. they witnessed their mother, her mother, mm-hmm. shoot her father? Yeah. Like, why would they hide that? Why would they hide that? Because it's not like, like that would necessarily make them look guilty except for well susan shooting her mother but but that they i mean that could be argued in self-defense true they were smart but they weren't that smart no 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 that much is clear um but obviously elizabeth christopher's stepmother contacted the police thus launching a whole investigation 14 years after this couple had been senselessly murdered Wow. 14 years with nobody noticing a thing i i still i can't believe that somebody could go 14 years without showing up in person. I know. You just, I guess, really have to be like a disconnected person. I mean, yeah. they were both retired, right? It seemed, th- I mean, William was like 83, yeah. so he definitely was. Yeah. Um, Patricia, most likely, I would say. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess when you're disconnected from work in mm-hmm. that way, you don't have people that are expecting you to show up to a certain place every day and, you right. know, expecting to see you there. Right. So, And I also read, I'm pretty sure um, Christopher and... Susan had put a lot of the Waitrelee's payments on, like, automatic. Um, But they also had... I'm spoiling something for later. We'll hold on to that. We'll put a pin in that. Hold on. I gotta take all my payments off automatic. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, based upon the confession, police excavated the back garden of the home that had previously belonged to the Waitrelee's, which, as a reminder, they sold about seven years ago, where they, of course, found the remains of William and Patricia Waitrelee. After a brief email correspondence between Christopher Edwards and the detective chief inspector of the police force, the couple decided to surrender themselves to the UK border force authorities just three weeks after the bodies had been discovered. That's all it took to break them an email? Yep. Well, no, I think it was just that the bodies had been discovered and they were like, I don't think we can keep up this ruse any longer. They were in severe debt. So they were under a lot of stress and they had also fucked up. Well, so. 14 years is a long time to pretend something mm-hmm. like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, man, you go through all that trouble. You spend all that time. You illegally obtain all this money. Mm-hmm. 
from your dead parents slash in-laws, and then you give up at an email. I don't. I don't think it was the email itself. Are you stuck on the email because they, like, that was a communication that they used to surrender? Or yeah, a little bit. It's mostly just because they were in France, and that's how I guess they chose to or were able to connect with the detective chief inspector or i maybe the detective chief inspector was already in contact with with christopher Hmm. so the conversation had already been started and there was probably already some convincing at hand for getting them to confess um or at least surrender and then go through the judicial process there i'm still stuck on the email that's a really that's a really bad email i'm sorry that's a bad email to get we're gonna move past the email okay okay so Christopher and Susan would be arrested at the border and not long after were put on trial at Nottingham Crown Court. This was about 2014. In the end, Susan pled guilty to manslaughter but denied the charge of murder. Christopher pled not guilty to the killings, but the couple together both pled guilty to two counts of interfering with the duties of a coroner and theft of a credit balance. The prosecutors had argued that the crime had been premeditated and claimed that Christopher had shot both William and Patricia with intentions of stealing their money, which personally, I feel like that's pretty clear due to the fact that, like, Susan had those forged bank documents to open the um, account. So either she was really good at her mom's signature or she had Patricia agree to it before killing her. So in June of 2014, a jury finally found Christopher and Susan Edwards guilty of the murders of William and Patricia Weicherly. They were both convicted of the charge and were sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 25 years. So they're still in prison, clearly. Yeah. Where they should be. We'll have to post pictures of them because they look pretty creepy. Susan Susan looks pretty creepy. Um, Christopher, less creepy, but... He's presumed to be the one to have shot them. I'm picturing this whole family, all four of them, to look, like, frighteningly normal. Mm. Well, the hard part is there are no public pictures of Patricia Weicherly, so we have no idea what she looks like. There is one, one public photo of William Weicherly. Just one. So we'll try and post that. It's pretty fuzzy because I think it was, like, an old family photo. But then you can get some idea of the one of the folks that was... That was murdered. And then there's mugshots of Christopher and Susan. One thing that I keep forgetting mm. is that this is uh, like eight years before Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of our photos of every moment of our lives live. Yeah, pretty much. Even the most seclusive person can't avoid having their picture on the internet in yeah. this day and age. Yeah. And I think we take that for granted a lot, like mm-hmm. especially with investigations, how simple it is to find really, really good photos of uh, not only suspects, but you know, also victims. victims and... and not just that, not just like one photo. Like it used to be, you would cut somebody's photo out from like a yearbook mm-hmm. and that's all you had and they would blow yeah. it up and they would put it on every like poster board, you know, around grocery yeah. stores and whatnot. But now you can get a photo of someone from every angle mm-hmm. and from like, every month of their lives probably generally yeah yeah yep. it's really a big difference and i i don't watch very many crime shows like uh, investigation shows and mm-hmm. things like that but it seems like that's something that they don't talk about yeah yeah i don't think so i'm sure a couple of shows here and there probably even some podcasts here and there just kind of debate discuss stuff like that but no publicly they don't seem to talk about it a whole lot did you know they rebuilt the no- they're rebuilding the notre dame cathedral uh, using 3D imaging. 
using like what? lidar, lidar and sonar. So before there, before the cathedral burned down or mm-hmm. mostly burned down back a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were historians or anthropologists. They mapped the interior of the building okay. um, using lidar. So like they they would send sound waves and, and imaging waves around. Okay. And it creates like a really really detailed three D map okay. of the cathedral, and they're rebuilding it based on that. That's wild. And I was just thinking in the future, if it would be possible to create like a 3D rendition of somebody that was abducted or, Probably. you know, a potential murder victim. And mm-hmm. it would really give people perspective yeah. like on what they, what, to, what they should look out for. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing like the AI. I don't know what the process is called. I can't remember it right now, but some type of like advanced aging system to kind of manually age and edit children that were abducted that haven't been found yet so people know like what to kind of look for now oh that's really interesting yeah yeah because yep. we've i mean everybody i'm sure has heard the stories of the kids who are abducted when they're like four years old mm-hmm. and they grow up with their abductor mm-hmm. and you know, not they, knowing yeah that. not knowing or feeling like they can't leave mm-hmm. and you know in a lot of those cases they're in their teenage years by the time they're free yeah mm-hmm. or by the time they even are able to try and escape Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is so sad. Mm. All those years that their their families miss with them and their friends. Well, that's all I've got for today. Any questions? No. No. no not really. I mean, I'm still thinking about the email. Oh my gosh! Of course you are. Apart from that, no. This was an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, Short little one. But... Yeah. It's also scary because identity theft is real, Jim. Oh my gosh! Isn't it identity theft? Is not a joke. Jim? It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. No. Especially when you're going to kill your parents over identity theft. And to steal their money because mm-hmm. you have an addiction to celebrity and Hollywood memorabilia. And uh, on top of that, these two were in the UK. They were in England and they had an obsession with Hollywood stuff. To me, that feels a little bit weird. Uh, it makes more sense in my mind than someone living in like Beverly Hills obsessed with that's Hollywood true. stuff. That's Yeah, that's a valid They're point. probably more dis- disillusioned. Mm-hmm. It's not really exciting for them. Yeah, distanced I, as well. I, does, I don't think it makes me a bad person to want to see their collection, right? I mean, they were literally willing to kill two people over their collection. It's got to be pretty good. I'm just kind of curious as... Yeah, I get where you're coming from. If, if, it, if I find out that they have like three items and one of them is, I don't know, the ectoplasm from the original Ghostbusters... I'm not going to be that impressed. I'd be a little bit impressed. I'm not even going to lie. But no, I think they had quite a stock based on the, the amount of debt that they had ended up with. We'll have to look into it. We'll see what we can find. Yeah. That's an interesting obsession. And by the way, if they had taken that obsession and, and weren't murderers, you know, if they didn't kill for over it, uh, what a great thing to find in a partner mm-hmm. to find somebody that's that obsessed with that collecting. Yeah, you know, you know that one of them was more into collecting than the other one, mm-hmm. and whichever one it was that was more into it was like, I think we should kill our parents for this. Oh my gosh! And the other one was like, ah, I don't think it's worth it. I do kind of wonder you how know, that one conversation came about. You know? Yeah. 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 Just where that started because. Do you think it was Christopher that brought it up, or do you think it was something that Susan, their own daughter, brought up? I don't know. I mean, there were or there were some claims that her father may have sexually abused her when she was young, so she could have had that little bit of great bit of hatred towards him, and kind of harped on that. Mm-hmm. But it does seem very financially motivated. Yeah. So. Yeah, 
it it seems like that would be something that she would bring up at the trial too which is what happened oh that's when she brought it up it is hmm. see that can go either way and i, I want to be really careful the way i say this hmm. but from what i've noticed when people who are brought to court bring up uh bad things that they're they you know their victims had done to them it can either be true and it does give a little bit more sway sway or and this is a really cynical way of looking at it or they're they're just looking for an excuse mm. as to why they did what they did mm-hmm. Which i mean is so devastating it really could have boiled down to just they wanted the money yeah maybe and yeah. instead or they and they wanted to make themselves look less guilty mm-hmm. yeah yeah well of course why wouldn't they you know right of course and it's really hard to argue for murder when all you're doing is you know movie memorabilia Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's gonna do it for this week everybody um i appreciate i appreciate everybody listening what do we got going on we've got our instagram page Mm -hmm. um if you could give us a follow there we'd appreciate it we are at chronicles of curiosity podcast on instagram yes follow us on spotify if you haven't that way you're notified when the episodes come out mm-hmm. um we're been, we've been posting every sunday uh in the early afternoon mm-hmm. um we usually try and post between 1 and 2 p.m mm-hmm. and not just spotify we're also on apple podcasts um google podcasts amazon music i think iHeartRadio as well right iHeartRadio, google podcasts yeah really anywhere you listen yeah anywhere um, you get your podcast we should be there yeah and if not shoot us a message and we'll see what we can do about it yeah. If there's some other platform that you use or someone you know uses that we're not available on, I'm sure we can make that work. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been considering launching a YouTube channel as well just to post audio mm. episodes. Maybe someday we'll do video, but... We're not at that point right now. No, no, no. We, no. Um, we're, we're just enjoying the audio format. Yeah. I listen to podcasts as audio anyway. I almost never watch a you video podcast. Oh, 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 I Yeah, understand. I, I listen to I the gotcha. audio version of the podcast mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Yeah. It's just so much yeah. more convenient because you can listen when you're driving, working, cooking, cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. You can't do that if you're watching. No, not but safely. Anyway, um, we appreciate you listening, um, and we hope you have a good rest of your week, and we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye.